everybody. Everybody, Joe Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, it's Tuesday, and the inflation numbers come out, came out, and they are not too good. Uh, it looks like the inflation situation is very dire. Uh, we're, as a matter of fact, we are seeing some of the worst inflation that we have seen, believe it or not, in 30 years. And this is interesting because what I think this is going to, what what is going to happen here, and again, who knows what's going to happen, but the market for growth stocks is going to be impacted quite significantly. Now, it's very interesting because oil pulled back today too. So it's, it's really kind of a mixed bag. There is one area that has been moving up, and of course, that is gold shares. Uh, and I want to talk a little bit about that after the slides, but uh, there, but uh, you know, you know, it is an interesting situation. We're going to have to kind of rethink, I think, some things going forward because these inflation numbers are very bad, and you know, it's just, it's just one of those things. I'm old enough, believe it or not, to have lived through the last bout of inflation. Now, I, I, I remember it all the way back in the Carter administration, and believe me, it was not fun. I mean. You know, people's wages didn't go up, but everything else did. And basically, people lost a lot of buying power. It was really interesting. That's really when the outsourcing of American manufacturers start, manufacturing started. Because up until then, up until the, the 1970s, the mid-70s, much of what we consumed in this country, in the, in the United States, was made right here. But because of the inflation, it made, it, it made many of those prices out of reach for many, many consumers. And that's really what started the movement of the uh, offshoring movement to manufacture overseas, basically to get rid of the labor component. And I don't know if that's going to be the case here because we've outsourced so much uh, of the manufacturing now in this country. But I do know for a fact that things are going to get expensive and very, very quickly. And so that may be a massive problem. We just don't know. You know, we just, we just don't really know what's going to happen uh, you know, what's going to happen there. But um, we have to kind of get, you know, get uh, get ready for it because, yeah, I don't think it's, I think it's going to be very difficult um, time. So, you know, we may have to kind of rethink some of our thinking. I was stopped out a number of positions today myself. So um, without further ado, you know, the market is still in a confirmed uptrend, but we have to be careful, I think, here because, uh, you know, Anytime you have a rise in uh, interest rates, which is the way you stop inflation, now they haven't done that, that kills the market for growth stocks. So I think the Fed is going to be under a tremendous pressure to um, raise interest rates. And that will probably do bad things <laughs> to, the, um, to, the, uh, um, to, to the market for growth stocks. And those are primarily, of course, in the NASDAQ. Here's the indexes uh, as of today. Everything is off. The Dow is off. The S&P is off. And the NASDAQ is off as well. Um, you know, uh, Tesla is continuing kind of a slide. I, I was stopped out at 1080 on Tesla. but uh, And I tried to come back in. And I don't know if that was successful or not. I came back in at about uh, 1049. And it's pulled back since then. So, you know, it's a, it's interesting market. I think, uh, you know, I think we have had, you know, a few, you know, quite a few days of an upward market about uh, 11 or so. And, you know, 
we have to pay the piper. And I think that's what's happening here. Just kind of want to show you the stocks that I was stopped out of today in my portfolio. The first, of course, is, uh, you know, an oil stock, interestingly enough, and that is FANG, which is Diamondback Energy. It pulled back significantly today. I was stopped out at 105.98 um, when this, but it bounced, as you can see, because it bounced right back up to 105.37. So I might have came out of this prematurely. We'll see if this if this gets, gets support here. Um, but the oil stocks today are off. This one did bounce, um, not really at any line, not at the 40-day line or anything, but it did bounce, um, and I was stopped out at 105.98 if you've been following, um, you know, the stocks that I have in, in the small portfolio. Another one that I was surprisingly stopped out of today, but I did push up my stop losses, was Innovative Industrial Properties. Now, with this one, I, I had pushed my stop loss up, so I actually had a gain in this one. Uh, because I had had done a profit capture with by pushing my stop loss up, I was stopped out at 173.01. Uh, this one basically, uh, when this slide was taken, it was all the way, all the way down uh, to uh, 271. So I did get out of this one with a little bit of profit, which indeed is a good thing, is a good thing. Um, also, I want to show you Freeport Macron. This is one I was recommending yesterday, and I thought. Uh, you know, we were definitely in a good good uh, position there, but with the general market, this one pulled back. And a relatively tight stop loss on this one. I was stopped out at 37.40 uh, for a little loss, not not a huge loss on this one um, as well. So, kind of a you know kind of a day where I'm getting stopped out a lot, but that that's not that's not the um, um, it's not just the the these the ones that I got stopped out of. I do have ones that I was buying today, and this, and one of the ones, this is actually my, one of my favorite stocks. I know that people laugh at this, but it's called Shoe Carnival, <laughs> Shoe Carnival, and for some reason, this is, you know, this is a, this probably with all this inflation going on, I think this one actually might do well. It's sort of in a in a consolidation range, and hopefully it'll move higher. But, you know, Shoe Carnival is one of the largest discount shoe companies in America, and Coming into the holidays, I think a lot of the um, a lot of the a, a lot of the gifts this year aren't going to be you know fancy. They're going to be things like shoes and and other things like this because you know the American consumer uh, unfortunately just doesn't have probably as is probably not going to have as much this year coming into the holidays. So I think this one should do well, and that is Shoe Carnival. Uh, the symbol on Shoe Carnival is of course SCVL. That's the uh, that's the um, symbol for shoe carnival. It is, it, it is viable right now, um, and I and I and I definitely think you know that one might be, might be of interest. Um, now to protect kind of my position with it, with all this inflation potentially going on, I did buy one very interesting, what I consider a very interesting ETF. This is really the second Bitcoin ETF. Now, if you've been watching me any time, you know that I've traded the GBTC. That's up today too, but. I decided that I wanted to take a look at the new ProShares Bitcoin strategy uh, ETF uh, symbol on that is BITO, BITO. <laughs> and this one, this one is uh, in the futures market. Now, with the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, the GBTC, that, that uh, basically they have about 4% of the world's Bitcoin. This one is different in that 
it doesn't it doesn't actually have the underlying it it uh, it, it basically deals with the futures market for bitcoin and that's been up significantly so this one um $43.74 uh ETF it it does track the the futures market for bitcoin so this is a kind of an easy way that you can move in and out of bitcoin uh and sort of get bitcoin exposure to your portfolio it's not owning bitcoin but it is the futures for Bitcoin, and you might be interested in this one. Relatively new ETF. Um, it's symbol on it is BITO. Um, it's the ProShares Bitcoin strategy, uh, and it's it's a it's definitely um, you know it's definitely something that uh, that you might uh, you might uh, think of. you you might see as a as a good very good potential uh, on uh, you know to get exposure to Bitcoin. Uh, but but in a, in a, in a very um, orderly way uh, that you can move in and out of quickly. So um, I'm going to see how it works. Um, you know, of course, I'll report back to you and I'll show you uh, how <laughs> I'm doing with it. We'll see. Um, just wanted to show you, you know, uh, my my overall holdings. It's a sea of red out there. I just wanted to kind of put it put it put it out there for every put put it out there for everyone. Boy, I tell you, man, it is a sea of red. My uh, Salesforce.com CRM is down about three percent, ten bucks a share. Uh, my old favorite uh, Robert Half is down. Invesco QQQ Trust. This this is one that tracks the Nasdaq uh, 100 index. This one may be somewhat in jeopardy if we get if this inflation really starts to kick in. So I'm gonna look at this one carefully. I may be selling this one. I have good profit in this one, but uh, I may be selling this. I don't know. I sold uh, IIPR. It's in here, but I did sell it today. It is down. Uh, I was able to sell it, you know, right before, you know, a little bit below the close um, at, at, a little, at a little bit of a profit. I've had quite a profit on this one. Um, Ford seems to be holding up very, very well. Interestingly enough, the price on it, 1930 I've been in since about um, about $17. And uh, it's it's uh, did it did uh, shave about four percent off today, uh, but the volume was up, so that's significant as well. Um, Tesla bounced, as you can see. I didn't I didn't get it at the right part of the bounce. I started buying it at uh, you know I sold my bit my uh, Tesla yesterday, pretty much everything at uh, on at ten forty. Well, on Friday and then and then on Monday uh, at 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 ten at uh, basically ten eighty. I did start coming back in. At about um, 10:49, I don't know. It's pulled back since then, but it's up. So this is going to bounce. I think we're going to get some nice support on this one. This one is interesting in that um, I think institutions are coming back into this. Uh, there's a there's a way I kind of was able to tell that that uh, see it pulled back hard, but it looks like the institutions are now coming back in and buying, which is good. Um, again, this is one I you know I did add to the position. I pyramided into this one, Shoe Carnival. It's down a little bit today, but I do think that this one will probably, hopefully, continue to go up. It's definitely got a good chart pattern. Um, AMSL. This is the, the um, this is a quite an expensive stock. Uh, it's down a little bit today, but this is the most valuable stock in. Uh, this is the most valuable stock in the European stock. So very interesting stock here. Freeport Macaron. I got stopped out of this one today, too, which kind of kind of perturbs me a little bit because I do think it's going to come and move back in. But, you know, I'm pretty strict when I come in on these swing trades. I typically have a stop now. Uh, it's typically a stop at uh, 
three to five percent below where I bought it. So, and I just, you know, I just, if it touches that, I'm out. Um, you know, I may start because it's, it's getting more volatile. I may, I may do the decisions towards the end of the day, but that's sort of my, you know, I put it kind of on automatic pilot and sort of works for me, but I'm out of FCX, unfortunately, today. This is the one I came into, uh, and this is, um, this is the bit, oh, this is the, um, the new Bitcoin futures ETF. It's down a little bit today, but uh, it overall, I think it's going to do pretty darn well. I, I, I have I have a good uh, feeling with that one. So that's just something that uh, you know is, is that you know that's just that's just something that's uh, that's out there. Well, thanks everybody, and we need to get into the questions. Thank you for holding, and let's see. Kind of started off with. Uh, uh, is the metric direction changing? Yeah, I think that there definitely is. Um, I mean, I, I definitely think that you could say that because, you know, we're starting to see, um, you know, you know, we're, we're we're starting to see a little bit of a pullback, and I do, I I, I do think that that is indeed, um, you know, I, I definitely think that's indeed the case. I I um, I don't, you know, I don't think it's a, you know, we haven't gone to we haven't moved against a confirmed uptrend yet but you know we've got to start changing the way we're investing right now a little bit because i do think we're going to have to be a little bit more defensive um i'm going to take a look at the nasdaq composite um uh let's see if i can pull that up this is the this is the nasdaq composite this is the entire nasdaq here uh and as you can see it fell significantly i mean it came right down and then uh, basically it moved through that 10-day line. So definitely this is sort of looking like a changing character. Probably tomorrow we'll have a rally to the 10-day line, but we may have changed direction. So uh, I think that that's a very, very good question because, um, you know, I definitely am kind of sensing, you know, we came all the way up here to the 16,000 and then, you know, Basically, we've got two de- two red bars in, the, in a row. We're below the 10-day line. Probably what's going to happen here, this, you know, we, we may come down, you know, we may come down and t- we're going to, we're going to probably test the, the we're probably going to test the 21-day line. We may test the 40-day line. I don't think we're going to go down to the 200-day line, but we may come down below that. So we may come down, we may come down to this, about this level in the next few days, if you can see that. So, I think what we've got to start doing now is looking at our portfolio <coughs> and setting those stop losses up so that when it pulls back, we'll be able to, to come out, uh, you know, come out with, uh, with some good, um, you know, with, with, with some good profit there. So I definitely see a change in the direction. I think you're absolutely right. Um, you know, with that comment, I, I think, I think that's just, I think that's just right on the money. And I definitely think, you know, it, it's not official yet, but, you know, it's it's starting. It's it's definitely starting. Inflation report tanked the market. Absolutely. Is this a buying um, opportunity? Well, you know, um, I I think that you know it potentially could be a buying opportunity, but not yet. We're going to have to kind of wait until we test, until we move back down. So we're probably going to have to move out of stocks at least for at least for the time being, and move um, you know sort of back uh, back into cash, kind of waiting for, um, uh, you know, for, for opportunities. I want to take a look at the Dow Jones uh, industrial overall, and it's sort of the same story here. I think you can see it. Um, 
you know, we're pulling back. We're below that 10-day line. It does look like potentially reversal. Now, we will see. Tomorrow is going to be critical because we may get support at that 10-day line. If that's the case, then we'll continue on the upward trend. But I'm thinking that we're probably going to test the 21-day line. That's that's my guess. Um, so this is the Dow here. So I do think that, you know, we're, you know we, we need to be very careful about our losses. This is very, very important when we get into a situation like this where the market may be changing. I, I do think that, you know, we we need to, um, you know, we we need to be very, very careful. So, you know, we need to set uh, our stop losses up, um, you know, so that we don't round trip any of the profits that we've had in about the last uh, the, the last 10, the last two weeks or so. Uh, you know, so this is really, really important is, you know, on your stocks, go through your list, see where you bought them. Make sure that you have a stop at least at 7% down uh, from where you bought it and possibly higher, maybe 3 to 4% if you're, if you're, if you're doing, you need to protect your profit now because we may get a pullback and a test and you don't want to round trip that to any gains that you have. So that is, it's a, probably is a good time to you know to start to start looking to ratchet up our um, stop losses it really is um okay well let's get to the stocks thank you very much um let's look at amd and see now i did sell out of amd um you know right before the pullback uh i did some profit taking uh as you can see i i on the ninth basically which was yesterday i sold on the pullback to 10, uh, 10, uh, 144.77. The reason, and you see, this is why you want to set your stop losses up here because if you can, if you can see this, because um, this is how you protect your profits. We move, we moved way up. I moved my stop loss up. It pulled back. It looks like probably AMD is going to test. I think it's going to test the, at least at the minimum, it's going to test the 10 day line. So, what we've got to be concerned about, not a good opportunity to buy yet. Let's see if it pulls down and then potentially bounces. This There may be a buying opportunity shortly on this one, but right now I don't think there is. I'm going here to the 15-minute chart to kind of show you kind of where I think the intermediate support level is, and that's right at about 135. So I do believe it's probably going to test 135, and it may actually even test 130. We don't want to buy it as it's moving down. We want to buy it as it rebounds. That's the key. Um, so if you go to the weekly chart here, you can see it came out of this 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 multiple base on base. We had the a double bottom. We had a cup with handle. Then we had another double bottom. That's a very strong pattern, and that's what caused it to shoot up here. I do think it's going to readjust probably down to the 21-day line. So. Here's the, here's what I would be looking to do. I would watch list AMD right now, and if we get support at 130, that's probably a, a, where you could start coming back in. But right now, I don't think you can because we're because I do believe just like the rest of the market and the Nasdaq, this is definitely pulling back, and it's going to test. It's going to come, it's going to come up, and then it's going to come down and test. So right now. Uh, you know, I'm looking probably at it coming back to at least the 21-day, testing the 21-day line. It's about 127. 
Uh, the 10 day line is, you know, is at 132. I think it's going to go through the 10 day line and test at the 21 day line. So uh, that's where I think we're going to get, you know, that's where, that's where I think we're going to get a test on AMD. So here's what I would do right now with AMD. Uh, I would be very, I would be very careful with it. I would not buy it right now, um, you know. But I definitely would watch list. So watch list. Uh, AMD, uh, and if uh, we get support at one twenty seven, uh, which is the um, twenty one day line then potentially then potentially buy uh, then possibly buy a one half position so that's kind of that's kind of how I would play it um, uh, you know you know AMD is you know, is very is 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 moving very very nicely. Um, uh, even though it's pulled back, it's it's coming back, it's reverting back to this mean. As you can see, the the thing about it is, if if a stock pulls up too quickly, too fast, it will revert back to the mean. So this is kind of the line here that I'm drawing. This is sort of the mean line, and definitely has pulled back to this mean line. So if we get support. Um, you know, hopefully we'll get support, you know, at the 10 day line, which, you know, which is about one, um, you know, which is, which is about 134, but we most, we more than likely, I'm afraid we're probably going to get support at the 21 day line and that's about 127. So watch this thing, see how it pulls back. If we get support, then as it, as it, as it moves higher, that's where you want to start uh, coming into it. I wouldn't come into it with a full position though. I would look for a half position. And here's what I mean by a position. If you have a portfolio, let's say your portfolio is worth a total of $8,000. You divide that by eight. That gives you eight full positions, kind of like pizza slices. These pizza slices then are how much you invest as you're going into the stock. Now, if you're, you're above a buy point, an actual buy point, then you could probably go in full position with AMD. The what we're just what we're just talking about. I would not go in with a full position if it reverses at about 127. That's the that's the level. I would possibly go in with a half position, which in the case of the example, $8,000 portfolio would be $500 worth of AMD stock. So. Um, that's kind of in a nutshell. I know it's kind of, I'm, I'm explaining it kind of quickly, but by doing this, setting your stop losses 7% below where you bought them, your maximum uh, exposure on your portfolio is about 1%, which is very, very good. So in this market, we want to be very careful about the way we come into stocks because we want to limit our risk. That's super important in a market like this. Let's take a question from TikTok. Thank you so very, very much. Um, let's see. More like contraction. Absolutely. Please like, oh, by the way, thank you very much for saying that. Um, oh, did the, did, did you get, uh, sir, do not miss out uh, oh, on link. Okay. Uh, let's see about, um, when should I enter DAL or let's, okay. This is a question that's coming from TikTok. Thank you very, very much. Let's look at DAL. That's Dallas. Uh, that's uh, Delta Airlines. You know, right now, I think we've got to be somewhat careful 
with the travel stocks, we are starting to see the reopening trade, which is a very, very good thing. So I kind of want to, um, you know, I kind of want to show you this chart. This is the Delta Airlines chart. Now, right now, the transportation airlines portion of the stock market is one of the worst performing areas. It's 174 out of 197. That means it's in the bottom. So typically, I don't like to buy, I like to buy stocks that are where the money is moving to them. Right now, in the whole sector, the airline sector, the money is moving away from that right now. So um, people are starting to de-invest in the sector. Now, um, now let's take a look at the, at the Delta Airlines chart. The Delta Airlines chart is in this consolidation range, and it has been moving up, which is, which is good because it was so hammered during the COVID downturn. As you can see, it just it fell from 60 here. But I am still not convinced this is necessarily a good place to buy it. Uh, it has come up to the 200-day line. That is looking good. But I just am a little afraid of this um, of this area of the market right now because it just is not getting the kind of um, you know it's just it's just not getting the kind the kind of uh, uh, attention that it should. So here's what I would say with DAL for Delta Airlines. Uh, avoid now. So that's kind of my that's 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 kind of, that's kind of my take on it um, for Delta for Delta Airlines. I think you just have to avoid Delta Airlines for now. I just really think you got to avoid it because I still don't like this pattern. It's below the it's below the two hundred day line. Uh, it's in the bottom of the market in terms of the stock market in terms of where the money is going. So I would avoid Delta Airlines at least for right now. So that's kind of my that's kind of my take on Delta Airlines. Um, just because it's a it's a big brand doesn't necessarily mean it's a good stock. I mean, all you have to do is look at AT and T, which has been in the twenties for you know many many years, and uh, it is still not a very good stock, which is hard to believe because um, you know you would think it would be great. Everybody's heard of AT and T, but it's a terrible stock. And that's the case. I'm not saying that uh, Delta Airlines is, is a terrible stock, but even if you're in the airline area, you don't want to be in Delta. You probably the one you want to be in is LUV, and that is, um, you know, that is, uh, um, um, uh, you know, that that is Southwest Airlines. Let's take a look at um, let's take let's take a look at uh, uh, Nvidia. And that's been pulling back a lot as well. It's pulling back today. Um, you know, we're still extended, and it doesn't. It's I'm I'm looking for an entry, potential entry for uh, Delta Airlines. I have to wave my hands. There we go. Um, I'm in a room that that has those automatic lights that turn off, so that's what I was doing there. Um, with this one, basically, we're still extended. Um, I'm on the weekly chart. There really isn't a good entry point yet. But I do think that it looks like we may test the 10-day line. And if we do, if we have another down day tomorrow uh, and we test, then we might be able to do it. But here's the thing with, with NVIDIA. I would wait for earnings on this one just because we're 10 days out. And I think that, you know, I think with, you know, with, with that, we've got to be 
cognizant of that because it could it could definitely move on earnings. So for NVIDIA, you know, wait for earnings um, in seven days to make make decision to buy. So that's really kind of what you know that that's 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 kind of really that that's um, that's that's that that's kind of really what I think we have to do. We have to move through earnings. I wouldn't buy it right now, uh, just because it's extended, and it has these earnings in seven days. So that indeed is you know it's a difficulty. So let's wait about seven days. Let's see if we get support at that ten day line. The ten day line currently is uh, is is right about. 280. So I do think that we're going to move pull back probably to about 280 uh, on NVIDIA. It's a great stock and it's definitely worth your time to watch this this one. But I just wouldn't buy it now into earnings. It's just it, it's just too soon to do that. So uh, that's really an issue. We don't want to buy it into earnings. We want to kind of, you know, stay out for a while and then see what's happening. Um, I have a question also from TikTok and this is on Ford. Now, Everybody knows that I hold Ford currently, and I do think it's a great stock. I did lighten up on it. Uh, I did sell half of my position yesterday. Uh, that wasn't a huge position, about 110 shares, not a lot. Uh, but it is pulling back a little bit today, only two cents, not a whole lot. But I do think it's going to get some support right at about the $19 level. And, uh, you know, I do think this one's going higher. I do think it absolutely is going higher. Um, the automobiles manufacturers has been on a tear. This is where the money in the market is moving. Seven out of 197. So that's very, very high. So what that means is that that's where capital is moving into these automobile manufacturers. And right now, Ford is very, very well priced, I believe. Uh, and I do think it's going to get support right about the $19 level. Now, can you buy it here? I would probably wait a little bit. Let's see if we get a little bit more of a pullback to possibly maybe $18, that might be a good place to buy it. Again, I sold half my position. I'm waiting for a reversal. If it reverses higher, I'll probably be back in. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll probably be back into the stock if uh, it does it does reverse higher. But it's looking very good. I wouldn't buy it right now. I would watch listed, see if it comes back and pulls back down below 19, uh, and, then, and then possibly start building a position in it. Because it does look like, there has been some selling going on, but um, you know it's 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 a, it's a good stock, and I think it's in a good part of the market. Um, let's take a kind of a gander at sort of you know what I'm talking about in terms of the part part of the market. Um, the the I have this this listing I'm going to show you here are the industry groups ranked by by what is doing the best and and kind of kind of what you know kind of what's doing. You know what's 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 doing the worst. So I'm going to go by what was the best, basically last week, and, and I think coal is still number one. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, so we can take a look at that real quick here. Um, you know, coal is still number one in terms of areas. Not a lot to buy in there. There's only about six companies in the coal sector. This is the one I think that we've got to look at and concentrate on. Uh, the electric semiconductor fabless. This is where AMD is, of course. This is where NVIDIA is. But there's a lot of other ones there as well. Uh, oil and gas. Now, today, both of these both of these areas we're pulling back. So not a good day to buy it, but this is definitely where we want to be looking for potential 
uh, buys because this is where the money is moving into the market. Interestingly enough, retail department stores is looking very, very good. So I want to take a quick gander at the retail department stores, see if there's anything that we can we can buy in, in that area. Well, I'm going to look at Macy's because typically that's been a leader. And I haven't owned it in a few weeks, but it does look like it's right above a buy point. And this one might be potentially a good buy. It's the buy point on Macy's is 2841. You wouldn't think this would be a good buy, but it's pulled back down to the 21 to the 10 day line. I definitely think we're going to get some support there. So this one might give us an opportunity to come into the stock. Um, this, this, um, it's, it's right at the 21-day line on the, on the weekly chart. This is not a bad place to buy it. Um, it has a, another formation. You can't really see it, but it's a, there we go. Let's see if we can, let's see if I can get it. Yeah, it's what they call an ascending base. This is a very odd formation, but it's very valid because this is not, this is sort of like a base on base on base. Uh, it has come through earnings, uh, uh, but they're earnings in eight days. So, this is the one I think we, we want to watch. Um, I wouldn't necessarily buy this one today, but I'm going to put it on my list as a potential because I think if this comes to earnings and it comes to earnings well, earnings are in eight days on Macy's, this one could be a potential buy. So this is the one I think you've got to possibly put on your watch list uh, as, as, a, um, as a stock to potentially buy. So what I would do, this is an ascending base. The pivot on this one is 2841, um, which is which is where you probably want to come into it at. This one you possibly could uh, you you possibly could buy. I don't I don't recommend buying it for another eight days because it needs to come through earnings. But this is one I think you should definitely watch list because uh, this is likely to do well in in uh, the this is this is this is likely to do well. Uh, in this third, fourth quarter. The fourth quarter typically for the retail business is the best quarter. So, you know, for Macy's, M, um, I would watch list this and wait for earnings um, and, and, and wait for earnings uh, in eight days. Now, why am I why am I uh, talking about um, you know I should be talking about tech right and everything like that? But here's the thing, it's very very likely that Mace that oops that's that's Nvidia, it's very likely that Macy's it's it's very very likely that Macy's will benefit from in the inflation trade. So I do expect that coming into because right now in the retail sector, the department stores are starting to get some 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 pricing power back there's not going to be as many sales this year i think their profits are going to be they they've, they've winnowed down their locations i do think that people are going to spend money on christmas but you know, i don't think they're going to take as many trips i do but i do think they're going to spend money on christmas and i have a feeling that the retail department store area may be a good area coming into the fourth quarter who knows but uh in eight days i think you ought to take a look at it because it has good potential uh, of being, you know, of being, I think of being a winner. I, I think of being a winner. So that's when you want to maybe put on your radar screen. Ah, I haven't seen Beyond Meat in a long time, BYND. Um, 
Uh, I was trading this. Uh, I've been really trading this in about a year. Um, the biggest fear that I have with Beyond Meat, of course, is that uh, there's a lot of potential that's going to. There's a lot of potential competition that's going to come in, because the thing about the thing about the food business and the food processing business is that you have some mega corporations like Conagra, and um, that can come in and crush their rivals. And I think that's likely to be the case with uh, Beyond Meat. But uh, it is trading below the 200-day moving average. Uh, it has been in a steady downtrend. Uh, I would not be a buyer of this one. It's got a relative strength of 8. And the earnings are today. I don't know how they've done in earnings, but it doesn't look good. Uh, the after-hours number, I don't know. I don't have access to the... Uh, I don't have access to the earnings information, but it looks to me like this is not a good report. It's down $16, 17.5%. So uh, I think Beyond Meat is beyond hope. Don't buy it. I just, you know, don't catch a falling knife on this one. Uh, you know, it's just not, um, you know, it's, it's for right now, it's just, it's just not, I don't think you want to be in it. It's just, uh, it's it you know so you know you know bynd uh, is beyond <laughs> oh <laughs> so you know I, I i don't think you want to buy this one it, it just you know i don't think you, it, it's not going to uh it's it's not going to end well so for beyond for, for beyond meat i just wouldn't buy it um you know we're going to see what their numbers were but the numbers but but from what i'm seeing on this after hours report i don't think it was good and it's it's below the, the 200 day line so i don't think it's going to be um you know i just i don't think it's going to be where you want to be at so i wouldn't i wouldn't be in beyond me i i just i wouldn't i wouldn't be in beyond me here so that's kind of my uh my son. uh mark says hello to everybody hello to you absolutely let's look at boeing uh thanks for that suggestion uh, you know, Boeing, of course, is the largest uh, exporter in, in the Dow. And unfortunately, because they're exporting to an industry, the travel industry primarily, though they do have a lot of military business, um, that has not been doing well because of the COVID thing. Because of the COVID problem, you know, they just don't have as many sales because the airlines aren't flying so many planes. So um, just doesn't look good. We're under the 200-day moving average. Relative strength is 41. We, we It looks like we did have a rally above the reversal line and reactivate that, but it's pulled right back down to the reversal line. So I don't think that this is a good place to buy it. Uh, right now, Juan, unfortunately, I think this is this is not a place to buy Boeing. It just doesn't, uh, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. So my recommendation on Boeing is just, you know, to skip it for now. Put it on the watch list. It's it, you know it's still a great company, but uh, I just don't think you know I I, I just don't think uh, you know Boeing for right now is a good buy. So you know um, you know don't uh, don't don't buy Boeing. Um, um, right now, I just I just think that that's. You know, it's just, it's just not, it's not a good idea to, to, it's, it's, it's not a good idea to, oops, that's beyond me. Um, it's, it's not a good idea to, um, 
uh, it's just not a good idea to buy something that's in a downward trend like this. Even though it did make a little bit of a movement up to the to the 200 day line, it's still below the 200 day line. Just not a stock you want to buy. The trend for Boeing is down, and we don't like to buy downward trending stocks because the ch- our chances are greatly decreased by buying a downward trending stock. Now, you can sometimes get lucky and buy it at the bottom, but you know I find that that's very, very hard to do. I want to be buying stocks that are trending upwards. This is trending downwards. So I just I wouldn't be a buyer of Boeing right now. It's a good company, but uh, I just think that it's not the stock you want. At least for right now. At least, at least for right now. So, uh, oh, look at this. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, thanks you, MB. Great, great comment. It dumps fifteen bucks. It's um, beyond me. It's going to have a lot of trouble. So, just not where I would want to be on that. But I really think. Thank you for that comment. Um, BGFE looks good in the next two weeks. Dividend payout. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah. Let's look at B- BGFE. Let's look at BGFE. Um, you know, stocks that are paying dividends, that's that's always a good sign. Big five, yeah. Yeah, I have to agree. I have to agree, Mark. I think you got a sharp eye there. I'm going to put my lights back on in this building. I'm kind of all by myself here today in, in the building, so it's kind of weird. Um, but it pulled back. It pulled back down to the down to the pivot, and it's, uh, you know, it's getting support. So, yeah, big five. You know, Big Five is a good one. I uh, I have to say it's up after hours. Um, we've come through earnings, a little bit of hit on earnings. Let's look at the kind of the. By the way, what I'm doing here is this is this is called check. This is called fundamental analysis because I'm looking at earnings here, not looking at chart patterns. But uh, it was it it reported basically, um, you know, a few days. De- it, it basically reported and it's down. The sales are down a little bit. Profits are down a little bit, but and, and it did pull back, but it still seems to be holding on the weekly chart anyways, this 37.75 pivot. So that is a very good sign. Now, this is the weekly chart, not the daily chart. If we go over to the daily chart, um, we definitely had this pullback, and we're probably going to see, it looks like we're going to see some support right probably at the top of the pivot. So I believe that at least looking at this, chart here we're likely to get some support right about 37.50 and we're at 38 and we've got support so yeah i definitely think mark you're right um it is looking very good and if it can hold this level it's probably going to go higher i because retail stocks coming into christmas that's typically the best time people want to own them and with inflation uh that we have in, in the market unfortunately i think that uh you know, this one ought to do very well. So I, I agree with you, Mark. Good, good, uh, good call on uh, Big Five. Absolutely, good, good call on that. Let's look at Rivlin. This just came out. This is the IPO. I didn't buy Rivlin. They, um, but uh, the interesting thing about this one, of course, as you know, is that Amazon has a has a stake in it um, for some of their from some of their trucks. So. I don't really know much about it right now. Um, I haven't been following it as close as I probably should. R I V N symbol, and let's pull it out. It's not. It's not actually. I don't think it's come out yet. So I don't think it's. I don't think it's come out yet. So I can't. I can't get. Um, hmm. All right. So I can't seem to get that one up, Rivlin. Um, that should be out. 
that should be out. I'm okay, and I do have uh, OT, OT, other money calls on. Okay, cool. Okay, very cool. Um, so you have that's interesting, Mark. Yeah, definitely. Um, out of the money calls. Okay, that's that that yeah that could that could pay off. Um, the question is, how far out are you? I'd, I'd probably like to go a little bit further out than a few weeks, but uh, what you never know. But thanks for that very much. Uh, let's look at Visa for Polly here. And Visa, oh gosh, it is still in that downward trend. So, yeah, we definitely have that. These definitely have that downward trend thing going on, going on here. By the way, on options, let's let's check in on an option that I have. It's a bear put spread, and these are kind of interesting interesting um interesting option plays i'm kind of i'll see if i can pull that up for you here um because i do have this option play and i kind of want to you know look back on it to see kind of kind of how it's how it's trading so let me go see if i can get back to that and let's see Ish. um there we go. Come on. Let's see if I can. Did I put it in there? Did I put it in? No, I thought I, I thought I had. Hmm. Thought I had put it. Guess I didn't put it in. Uh, let me see if I can. Well, I can't pull it up, so I can't. I can't. I um, for some reason I didn't put it in today's slide deck, but you know. Uh, I didn't put it in today's slide deck, uh, but it was it's a it's a um, bear call spread a bear put spread on Zillow and it's doing quite well because Zillow is not doing very well. So there you go. Okay, uh, Octogen. I don't know what the symbol is on that. Let me get back to you on that one. Ah, here we go. Thoughts on Rivlin R V R I V N. So this is the new. Let's let's take a look at the let's let's take a look at the um, chart for Rivlin. Hopefully I can get this right up here. All right, VN. Now it's still not giving me. It's still not giving me. A, it's still not giving me a number because I guess it comes out tomorrow. I don't have anything for you, unfortunately. Uh, uh, I don't have anything, unfortunately. All right. So, uh, oh, I probably buy a put spread on. But yeah, that's not a bad idea, Jeep. Not a bad idea at all. Um, you know, I, I think I might put together a bear a bear trade for um, a bear trade for beyond because I, I think it's going to go lower. I think it's going to go lower. I think you're very very right about that. Oh, hey, I'm from Cali area, Bay area. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I used to live. By the way, uh, I'm originally from the, I'm from the Bay area as well. I used to. Uh, um, as a matter of fact, I'm 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 finally selling my last connection with California. Uh, we have I have four contracts to sell a house that that uh, I own with my brother in Monterey. So that's my last. I was I'm born and raised in the Bay Area, as one of Palo Alto, actually. But I came here to Texas in 2006. But the prices are high in <laughs> in in the Bay Area, that's for sure. But it's still a great place. All right, let's look at Bitcoin. Um, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to I'm going to look at the GBTC. Now there's there, there's sort of two ways that I've been playing Bitcoin. I haven't been using Bitcoin directly because I don't have charts for that. 
but there is something called the GBTC, which is the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. I'm going to pull that up here because it's very convenient to be able to buy Bitcoin. GBTC is the and what and what's good about this one is that you can short it and everything just like a regular stock, which is very cool, actually. Um, so here we go. This is the GBTC. Um, <coughs> this is the chart for the GBTC, kind of a proxy for Bitcoin. So here it is. Um, today we pulled off a little bit, but the, the volume's up a little bit, but it seems like it's getting some support. Uh, the higher high is 52.68. You can see it's 53. It's pulled back a little bit. The one I've been playing, though, and this, this represents about 4% of the Bitcoin out there. The one I've been playing, though, is another one. It's called BITO, which is the um, <coughs> this is which is the Bitcoin futures ETF. Now it's down a little bit after hours, so hopefully I didn't hopefully I didn't screw the future in this one. Um, but I definitely think it's got support at about forty two. This is a newer ETF that you might want to take a look at to get some exposure in your portfolio to Bitcoin. This is a way that if you have an IRA or something like that. You can't buy, it's really difficult to buy Bitcoin for your IRA, but this is how you can do it with the with this ETF, the ProShares Bitcoin Strategy ETF. This is how you can have Bitcoin in your, your, um, in your IRA. This is how I do it. I have IRAs, several, and this is how I trade some of the, some things like um, Ethereum and, uh, and Bitcoin is by, by using these proxies, these, uh, these Bitcoin trusts. So that might be a way that you can do that. And let's look at PayPal. That's probably the last, take a few more questions. That's probably the last one for today. PYPL, of course, it's been just dumping a load. I don't know what's going on with Bitcoin. I mean, with PayPal, but it is just horrible right now. It's down to 200 and, you know, it's helped by falling and I can't get up and Boy, don't catch that falling knife. It, it's up a little bit after hours, but boy, this is just not looking. This is not looking constructive. There's just some somebody knows something out there because they had earnings that were up, and yet everyone sold. So something is going on with PayPal, and I don't know. I you know I I I, I uh, view this as one of the you know potentially one of the great stocks, but. Boy, I tell you, it's below the 200-day line. It's 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 lost support at the 21-day line. You just can't buy this one. It's radioactive right now. Don't know exactly what is happening uh, with this, but there's just a lot of selling going on here. I mean, I think that, you know, um, we'll see. The support probably is right there. I mean, that's the last support. So we're probably looking at, you know, I'm going to set an alert on, you know, I'm going to set an alert at this uh, at this level. Let's see if I can see it. Yeah, it looks like support is basically right about this one, this this two ten level. So that's kind of where, you know, that's 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 kind of that's kind of where I I, I see the support for for PayPal. Right now, we can't do anything, of course, with PayPal because it's falling. But, uh, you know, I think this is a support level for PayPal. And, um, you know, I, I don't know. Um, but, but anyways, it's all the way down here. So, it's, so we'll see if there's support. We'll see if it can get support here 
this looks like a test, so we'll see. The, the reason I say that, that this is potentially support is uh, that this is the former uh, this is this is this is the former buy point, <coughs> which is which is right about this 204 level. So this is kind of where it's getting support. So right now with PayPal, just would not buy this. Uh, let's see if we get some support at about 204. Let's see if we get some support here. There's likelihood that we will because of this former form formation here that I can't for some reason access. Let me see if I could go to the the the, uh, the weekly charts here to see if it you know, it doesn't go quite back that far. Uh, this was the former uh, cup with handles uh, a pivot, and we're well well below that. If you go to the weekly chart, there is a um, you know there 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 is a cup base with a the pivot at. 212. So my th guess is, you know, let's see if we, it moves up tomorrow beyond about 212. If it does, then this might be a test. But unless this thing reverses and it doesn't look like it is, I don't think you can buy this one. I think, unfortunately, right now, PayPal is just in one of those situations. It's just, you know, it's not a good time. It's uh, not a good time to and and you know you were catching a falling knife here so not a good time to be in paypal so don't don't buy it wait it's just uh it, it's it's painful when it's like that um okay let's take one more question here what sh what price should i enter nclh i don't know nclh i don't think you should buy Del um, uh, delta airlines that would be my guess i would i um but NCLA, let's look at that. Um, I don't know that offhand. Okay, Norwegian Cruise Lines. No, I just, I wouldn't buy it. I just wouldn't buy, I wouldn't buy Norwegian Cruise Lines. I know that a lot of people are very interested in it. It's definitely, um, you know, they, they had some good sales coming up. But, you know, I just, I still think, you know, it's below the 200-day line. You might be able to make some money and move it up to, to 50, but I just, I'm really leery about this. I want to see it move above about 30. I could be so wrong on this, but, you know, I just don't think you want to enter Norwegian cruise lines. I just, I can't recommend it. I can't, I can't recommend it because I think that, you know, we may go down for a third count on, <laughs> on, on this COVID thing. Well, thank you very much, everybody. Thanks for taking um, time to to drop by the, my YouTube channel. Please tell other people about the YouTube channel because it really it really helps. It's a lot of fun to do. Um, I just I need to get some more viewers. Uh, obviously, I'm mean, got quite a few actually, hundred thousand on TikTok, and we're trying to build our base on YouTube. But please, please, please like the show because if you do, then more people see it, and hopefully. People with questions on entry points, um, you know, on stocks that they have might be able to see it uh, and, and hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully tune in. So that would be really, really great. Um, so please, uh, please like it. By the way, if you aren't already on the action trailer, it's very easy to do. And I say this every uh, every day, so you're probably sick of hearing from me on this one. But, um, you, but basically, all you have to do is super easy is go to www.dallastradingfloor.com and that will that will put you on to where you can get on the free action trailers. If you want to if you want to join the Discord room, we have a great Discord room. Uh, we have a, I have a lot of great 
testimonials from people that have made money. It is it is a pay service, thirty dollars a month, uh, but uh, it's a month to month thing. And um, you know, we start off the day kind of as the market opens, uh, and really mostly we try to get set up in the first two or three hours uh, of the day. And uh, of course, we have some. You know, it's not just me in the trading room; it's other people. We have some really good traders. A guy named Mr. Gecko. I don't know if he's listening, but very very good trader. Uh, Mark, you might want to join because you have some great insights on on um, on options. I really, really appreciate your stuff on options. So um, that's available. It's super easy. Just go to www.dallastradingfloor. So until tomorrow, thanks, everybody, for dropping by so much, and happy trading. This is going to be a tough market. We're going to probably have a little bit of a pullback. So, you know, set your stop losses up tonight. Uh, even if you're even if you're stopped out, try to protect your profits. Don't round trip your profits right now. Uh, and hopefully we'll have some good bear trades, uh, some bear option trades for you as well, because I definitely think we're going to enter a little bit of a bearish period. And that's a good way to make money, too, you know, by doing uh, spread trades or, you know, just buying puts. Um, there's a lot of options there uh, to make money in a downward. I definitely think we're probably going to see a little bit of pullback towards the end of the year in some of the sectors of the economy, some of the sectors of the stock market. So until tomorrow, thanks, everybody. See you tomorrow. Happy trip.